This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. This is the Chris Salcedo Show. Let's get out to Byron Henry. He is, of course, with Sheaf and Stone, one of the legal eagles here on the Chris Salcedo Show. Byron, welcome to the Chris Salcedo Show. Glad to be with you today, Chris. Yeah, you know, once in a while I get the the wrong phone number in there. It's just bound to happen. I wanted to talk to you about the Gorsuch filibuster. And first off, give me your read on what the Democrats are, are doing here. Well, first, I believe that the Democrats Democrats in the Senate uh, faced a really tough call here because there are a couple things going on. One, this may not be the last nominee that President Trump has, and because Neil Gorsuch's qualifications and temperament has been basically hailed by members of both parties, former solicitors general, he's very well liked on both sides of the aisle. This is an odd uh, situation or an odd place to use uh, the filibuster for a nominee like Neil Gorsuch, especially since it doesn't tip the balance of the court. So they faced a real tough test. I believe that the liberal interest groups pouring money into the Democratic Party really uh, flexed their muscles here, and they managed to get some what I would consider in, in today's world maybe moderate or not not as liberal senators to go along with Chuck Schumer's um, uh, call to filibuster Judge Gorsuch. And the problem I see is is once this filibuster is is eliminated for Supreme Court nominees, uh, first of all, I think the Senate will continue to to uh, Degenerate into you know a more partisan, very ideological, more partisan body than it than it's probably ever been. But the other thing is, is what's to keep Republicans or other parties from getting rid of the filibuster on budget bills and on just simple le- legislation and whatnot? So, so it really it really portends a, a an end to the Senate as an institution as we know it. And the odd thing about it is not that I don't think these fights are important and sh- and and this should be done if necessary. It's that they're doing it on a nominee that. Everybody except the most liberal senator says is a mainstream conservative judge with great qualifications, a great temperament, and and would be a great Supreme Court justice. And that's, I think, the oddity of this of using it here instead of waiting for the next nominee uh, of a President Trump or another Republican president that could literally tip the balance of the court in favor of conservatives on a number of issues for 30 years. Yeah. See, and this, this is this isn't anything new. Democrats have been putting their interests ahead of the interest of, of in this case, the Senate and, and, and their interests ahead of the interests of the country for decades. Uh, it, it bears pointing out that it wasn't the Republicans who went nuclear first. It was the Democrats who laid the groundwork for that. As a matter of fact, it was pointed out by one of the analysts on Fox that 
every single bit of extremism, destroying tradition, destroying decorum, has been courtesy of the Democrat Party. Uh, again, I, I, as I mentioned, the destruction of the uh, the uh, going nuclear back when it was for lower Supreme Court justices. Now, the uh, uh, not Supreme Court justices, district judges. Now you've got the first filibuster of a Supreme Court nominee ever, uh, sponsored by who? The Democrats. So whenever there's a slide in tradition, whenever there is a an, an erosion to the fabric of the country, it is courtesy of the Democrat Party. Is that fair? Well, I think there's. I agree with that. Generally, there's two exceptions. One, of course, the Republican Party was still was refusing to vote on closure on a number of circuit court nominees uh, in 2013. But if you remember, this all started back in 2005 when the Republicans, when the Democrats were doing basically an unprecedented filibuster of 10 uh, circuit court nominees of President George W. Bush, including the, the wonderful Miguel Estrada, who never became a federal judge as a result of that obstruction. But the problem is... is that and wait, but before, before you go on, go before you it. go on, before you go on, and it bears pointing out the reason why the Democrats, like Chuck Schumer, Harry Reid, Nancy Pelosi, and all the other libs... Uh, opposed a Latino going into the district courts, and they actually had documentation supporting this, they didn't want a Latino conservative to be up there on the court because it didn't fit their political narrative about Latinos being left-wing nutcases. So they blocked him because he was a Latino. Yes, and they also blocked Janice Rogers Brown, a conservative African-American female for the yep. circuit in that same. But, but what I was going to say is basically um, the Republicans didn't go through with it. The Republicans made a deal which sacrificed five of their nominees, including Miguel Estrada, and made a deal to preserve the filibuster. So while the, so while the Democrats invoked it then, now, now, the other thing I was going to mention, Chris, the other exception is last year, Mitch McConnell made a statement after Justice Scalia died, and I think, you know, you can argue whether it was warranted or not, but because of the nature of Justice Scalia and the fact that we were in a heated political campaign uh, in which confirmation would have basically been the most bloody it had ever been, the Republicans said we're not going to hold hearings at all for Judge Garland. Now, that did raise uh, the stakes in for the Supreme Court. The Republicans were in control, and they did they did invoke their discretion in the majority to, to do that. So, so the Republicans are not uh, completely faultless in sharp Well, wait a minute. They, they, they adopted the Chuck Schumer and the Harry Reid time frame. Chuck Schumer said it would have been improper for George W. Bush to put up a nominee with a year and a half left in his term. So it's, it's a double standard. Again, it is, it, when you adopt the left standards against them, they don't like it very much. And certainly not. And I, I'm not saying, like I say, it was right. I'm just saying the Republicans are Republicans can fight. Uh, whether you call it fair, they can fight in the Senate using the rules. They're good in the minority. They're good in the majority. And and what's going to happen here, though, you said that Democrats will do what they need to do if it's in their interest. My, the reason I find this peculiar is this filibuster is not in the Democratic Party's interest because it kills the filibuster on a well-liked, well-qualified nominee so that well. when the big fight comes, there's no filibuster left over. It's in their fi- so no. The what, what I meant by that, Byron, was that it's in their financial interest because the the crazy left wing donors, the mega million dollar donors, have said either you fight or you don't get the money. And so the Democrats have put their campaign financing, of course, ahead of decorum and tradition in the Senate, and I would rationalize ahead of the best interests of their party and of the country. Byron Henry, everybody, an appellate law expert with the law firm Sheaf and Stone LLP, right here in North Texas. Sir, I appreciate the the time and expertise as always here on the Salcedo Show. My pleasure, Chris. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. 
Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. This is the Blaze Radio On Demand.